Good morning and welcome to the February 8th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy and on today's episode we are traveling back to 1986 to talk about who won the Intercontinental title on this very day. The Intercontinental Championship has been called the Working Man's title or the Workhorse title. But what they really mean when they say that is that the WWE Intercontinental Championship is the wrestler's championship. In other words, the world championship goes to the biggest star, and the Intercontinental Championship goes to the person who can best perform between the ropes. That was super evident in the era of the Intercontinental Champions like Bret Hart, Kurt Henning, and Shawn Michaels. And the legacy continued on with guys like Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, and even Gunter in the modern era. On episode 24 of this show, John DeConi told the story of the fictitious beginnings of the Intercontinental Championship, the tournament that never happened, uniting the North American and South American championships into one intercontinental championship. Way to go, Pat Patterson. John also made a brief mention of the time in July of 85 when Greg Valentine threw a temper tantrum destroying the physical Intercontinental Championship belt in a fit of rage following his championship loss to Tito Santana. Well, that fit of rage was really just a way for the WWF to go out with the old and in with the new. The updated belt design would be the iconic one that you most likely remember if you've been a WWE wrestling fan for at least three years. There are variations from the Reggie Parks design belt that Tito Santana first wore and the one eventually worn by the Honky Tonk Man in the second half of his lengthy run as champion. There are even more variations introduced when Cody Rhodes brought the familiar design back in 2011, but suffice it to say, we're all on the same page when I say that Tito Santana was the first man to wear the familiar design of the Intercontinental Championship belt. And that's where today's story picks up. Tito Santana won the Intercontinental Championship from Greg the Hammer Valentine in July of 1985. It would be Santana's second run as champion where he had successful defenses against Jesse Ventura, the Magnificent Morocco, Randy Savage, and even Steve Lombardi, who would later be known as the Brooklyn Brawler. If you look at the record books, Tito wrestled all those people on multiple occasions. He won some, and he lost a whole bunch too. Countouts, DQs galore. But as can be expected, Tito's luck would eventually run out, and it did so on this day, February 8th, 1986, at the Boston Garden. The match where Tito lost the belt would later be shown on the February 24th edition of Primetime Wrestling with Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura on commentary. Santana was defending his championship on this night against one of the other all-time greats, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. And as you know from the title of this episode, Randy Savage got the win, but he didn't do it in a very clean fashion. When Tito Santana locked in the figure four, Jesse Ventura thought for sure that the match was over, but you can see Miss Elizabeth at ringside wearing one of her gorgeous sparkly dresses. This one was blue. Randy rolled out of the figure four toward Elizabeth, making his way to the ropes and forcing Danny Davis, whose disheveled outfit, complete with untucked shirt, stood in stark contrast to Elizabeth with her sparkly blue number. The disheveled Davis called for Tito to break the hold because... Randy was in the ropes. At this point, we can see, and Gorilla points out, the Savage is searching for something in his tights. 
Tito cut Savage off before he could find whatever it was he was looking for, but Savage would escape again to the ring apron while referee Danny Davis was preoccupied with stopping Tito from continuing his assault while Savage was in the ropes. This time, Savage found what he was looking for and pulled something out of his trunks. He swung wildly with the weapon in hand, but Tito ducked the haymaker and brought Savage up for a side suplex into the ring. But for Tito, that was the mistake. Just before Savage could come crashing down, Randy struck Santana with the object, causing Santana to collapse in a heap. Danny Davis saw nothing as Savage tossed the weapon out of the ring. The macho man made the cover and became the new intercontinental champion on this day in 1986. As for the object that Savage used, Gorilla said it was a piece of wrapped steel. Now this was an important match for a lot of reasons. First, it ends the championship run of Tito Santana. While he remained an active competitor for the better part of the next decade, this was the last night that Tito would wear gold to the ring. Or at least singles gold to the ring. He had some tag titles. Second, this started the first championship run of Randy Savage in WWF. The third reason this match is important is because Danny Davis would later turn into a heel referee, and the WWF used his missed call in this match to build toward a six-man tag match over a year later at WrestleMania 3, when Davis teamed up with the Hart Foundation to oppose the British Bulldogs and Tito Santana. But perhaps the most important reason this match is important is because the way it leads to Randy Savage's 400 plus day run as IC champion, and how that run ultimately ended in one of the all-time classic matches not just in WWF history, but in wrestling history. Randy ultimately lost the Intercontinental Championship to Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania 3, the same event where Davis wrestled Tito in the six-man tag. The legend of the Steamboat Savage match has only grown in the decades that followed, but we never would have made it to that night if we didn't make the stop in Boston on this very day in 1986 when the Macho Man, Randy Savage, won the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. Freak out! Freak out! The Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Find out more at minutestobelltime.com. This episode was written by Ryan Joy. Subscribe to the Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice and join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. We'll see you tomorrow.